Cheers. Trump's going to prison. No, he's not. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm glad you joined us. Thank you. Back. Welcome back to the bar. And we're going to talk about if Trump's going to prison and if he can win the presidency with four indictments under his belt. Come on back and let's find out. All right, John, you don't think he's going to prison? I, I don't think so. I, I think he's got a lot of motions that he and all the others, I mean, especially for the this Atlanta case or the Fulton County case. Right. I, I think it's a very weak case, right? Does Based, he have any cases that are good against him? No, I mean, like, strong cases against him? Um, the, the Mar-a-Lago case would be the only one that's actually possibly worth something, except... You've got... You're talking about the documents? Yeah, the documents case. But you've got the sitting president right now who actually did far worse. Right. Yeah. So how can you charge Donald Trump? Plus, they didn't charge Hillary for exactly they didn't the same charge, yeah. thing. Yes, because no reasonable prosecutor. Right. Right. So let's let's break down the uh, the indictments. And if you were sitting under the rock for the last five months... Former President Donald Trump has been indicted four times. It, has it reached 100 charges or like 90? I think it's 91 or okay, something like that. it's in the 90s. And I think if he's convicted on every charge, it's like 100 years or something. Um, so an indictment is brought to you by a prosecutor, and it's covered in the Fifth Amendment. I don't want to get too nerdy on you, but um, grand juries see capital cases and infamous cases. And obviously, if you're going to try to put a former president in prison, you have to go through the indictment system. And we'll, we'll look at the first one. You're, the first one is out of the city of New York, and it has to do with campaign finance um, laws where which the state of new york or this the district of new york alvin bragg has zero jurisdiction not only that isn't it the uh the um what do you call it the statute of limitation has run out so that's how he had to like finagle it into a federal crime or something well he he based it the statute of limitations it's actually based on false business records which would be one thing if it was a publicly traded company. Right. It's a privately held company. Therefore, he can keep whatever records he wants. He doesn't yeah. have to keep any records. So what he did, this is what he did. He, so he had an affair with um, a porn star. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly had an affair with a porn star, Stormy Daniels. And to keep her quiet, he paid her off. No, he did not. <laughs> Michael Cohen paid okay. her off. So his... His, his attorney with Trump's paid money. him off with <laughs> well, campaign money. Actually, well, no. Michael Cohen paid off Stormy Daniels. Yes. So that she Trump, would be quiet because he was running for president. Right. Whether it's true or not, it's irrelevant. Correct. That has okay. nothing to do with the crime at all. Right. But Donald Trump reimbursed Michael Cohen with company funds... And writing company it off. funds or, or campaign funds? Company funds. So Trump Incorporated. Yes. Trump, Trump Inc. Right. Okay. Reimburse Cohen with company funds. So where, where's the crime in that? Okay. Well, well that, that's, that's, that we're, that's what we're saying. What the, the crime is that because he was planning to run for office, that would be an illegal 
contribution. Right. So he should have, according to what Alvin Bragg, our, our lovely, illustrious DA of Manhattan, is saying that he should have used campaign funds because it's a campaign-related incident. If you are trying to keep somebody quiet and not rat you out that you've been, you know, lecherous, then you pay out of campaign is funds. Is there any other reason why someone would want to keep a an affair quiet no no that's 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 why but i'm just saying no no I'm, is is there any other reason I, i'm sure there's probably other reasons you not only to campaign you don't want your wife to find out your kids oh, to find wow. out so so it could be something other than the election that's could could be now this is probably i would venture the weakest of the cases yes john i agree bottom of the barrel yeah ronnie yeah. what do you think i agree 100 percent yeah. So Alvin Bragg. It's all bullshit myself. But <laughs> it's all political. All these attorneys, all these district attorneys are trying to make a name for themselves, be the the star, the darling of the uh, Democrat Party, the, the one to put Donald Trump's scalp on the wall. But the craziest thing is all of these cases are attorneys who are using novel or original interpretations of the law. Right. So they're literally twisting the law in ways it's never been twisted before and saying he's dead to rights. Right. So is it easy to indict somebody, essentially? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's just a prosecution bringing the state. Right. Or the, the, the charges. And depending on the jurisdiction, especially in New York. Or, or D.C. Or D.C. Where the, the Fulton case, or no, the Mar-a-Lago case was actually, that's where the grand jury was in violation of federal law. Right. Uh, yeah. So it, it, essentially the prosecutor, what they do in an in indictment in a grand jury is. They the give all their evidence that they want to give. Right. They, they, and it's funny because I just went over to Fifth Amendment and explaining a grand jury to my students this week. Um, they present all of the case, all of the information. For those of you who don't know uh, what an indictment in a grand jury, it, it's not a jury that decides guilt or innocent. It's a jury that decides if the case is good enough to go to trial. And when the jury says yes or no, or yes, that's called an indictment. It's not a conviction. It's, it's nothing along those lines. And this, the um, prosecutors, prosecutors have to go through the ju grand jury process when it's a large scale infamous crime like this. So they indict this individual and it's a prosecution, just the prosecution side. There's no defense witnesses. Presents only the evidence that they want to present. Right. They don't have to present any exculpatory evidence or evidence that would prove that it didn't happen or there's a defense to it. So it's all one-sided and the, defense, and the uh, uh, grand jury is gonna say, yep, that's a good enough for me. Right. So let's go ahead and take a break. John, you brought us a beer today. All right, yeah. What happened was I was up in Virginia last week, um, and there happened to be a... Virgin a Virginia's for lovers. Did you know that? Yeah. So uh, I, 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 there was a brewery right next to the hotel called the Dancing Kilt Brewery. That sounds and awesome. I, I went to, we went over there and tried it, had a great lunch. Did you wear your kilt? I did not because I didn't have it with me. Oh, I had no John. idea it was going to be there. <laughs> um, was it lost on an airplane? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, just checking. Still in my closet. Did you? You have, you have did, a habit of losing. Did you on have carry on? Did you drive or you fly? To <laughs> we drove. <in>? Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, the Headless Horseman Oktoberfest Lager from the Dancing Kilt Brewery, located at one two nine one two Old Stage Road in Chester, Virginia. 
right, this is a beautiful looking beer. I love it this is. amber color. It's amazing. That's not it, John. That's right. <laughs> this is it. I was wondering how it kept going down. That's what happens when you have too many beers on the oh, table? Oh, stop. All right, cheers. Cheers. I like it. That is a nice, that's a nice amber Oktoberfest beer. Yeah. I'm going to give that an eight. Kind of reminds me of like a, almost like a black and tan. Yeah. Almost, you yeah. know, that darker mm -hmm. lager. Yeah, I'm going to give it also an eight. I like it. I'm going to give it an 8.1. There you go. Right, there you go. While there we have go. beers out, we're going to um, honor our um, lost uh, brothers and sisters in arms. Our police officers were at 75 right now who've uh, passed in the line of duty. So we're going we're gonna to toast to you, and we salute you. Salute. Rest in peace. Brothers and sisters. God bless you and your families. Can't imagine what you guys are all going through still, and and not just this year. All of the families who have lost a loved one. Yeah, when you know our servicemen and our uh, ladies and gentlemen. Second responders. Second responders, and even them. In uh, in blue, tan, green, whatever color they're wearing, in right. uniform. Yeah. Yep. So. All right, so um, the DA in New York brought the first one. It was like earth shattering. Oh my God, we've indicted a former president of the United States. It's never unheard of. There's a ghost in here. Yeah, I know, I, I was pointing at that? that earlier. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just slides just on the, the oh, the other one's moving now. <laughs> oh, just stop, so. That's the ghost of John's bar. There it goes. There it goes. He's, he, he's pissed that it's empty. <laughs> Use the force. That's Trump, man. He's 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 giving us the force. All right, and so the um, next indictment was it the? That's the federal charge. It was the Mar-a-Lago first the document case. Document case. So, um, why don't you tell us about that one, John? Well, and we actually did a whole show on this the first time um, when he was indicted for the documents. Um, the problem with it is. The allegation is the um, the archivist for the federal government said we want all these documents back that Donald Trump took into his possession. Took and, into and, his possession. And the thing is, Donald Trump loves things. He loves notes. He loves this stuff. And he's like, right. oh, I'm president. I'm going to keep this. Right. Okay. Now the Presidential Records Act states that all records created during your presidency is property of the federal of the government US government yes and they should be turned over to the archivist well donald trump much like his predecessors barack obama george hw bush george w bush and uh all Bill the way Clinton. back to george washington probably well the presidential <laughs> records act only went into effect i believe it after was nixon in, after nixon okay Okay, well, the problem is they actually tried, they sued Bill Clinton to get some of his presidential records back. Right. And he successfully beat them. And was he, he was able to argue that it was personal and shouldn't be governmental property. Yes. Okay. Okay, so the Supreme Court said we're good, or, or at least federal court. I'm not sure if it went all the way to Supreme Court. So anyway, there's case law that says the president gets to make the call, whether it's personal or, you know, right. government president property. has all-encompassing rule on this. Right. Now, part of it is they say, well, 
Some of it was classified information. The president, as president, has the right to declassify anything. And there's no procedure for that. He could say, it, everything in my administration as of right now is declassified, right? And he actually said everything dealing with um, the Operation Hurricane okay. was declassified. Yeah, and he doesn't have to... He doesn't have to go through any proper channels. He doesn't have to email. He doesn't have to He doesn't have to anything. get approval. He, doesn't, there's he no, just has to say it. He just... Make a decision. Right. I declassify this. That was how come, like, when he was first in, um, they said that he um, he told a a foreign head of state classified information. Oh, my God, this is such a scandal. He can do it. He can do it. By just saying it out loud, that's him declassifying it. Right. Yeah. So... So that doesn't really hold water, and well, he was let me president. Ask you this. So if how does the how does the how does the government get around that? Are they going to say, well, you didn't say all this was classified? It's tough to prove that, though, right? Don't, would you have a witness? You would have to put him on the stand and get him to say, no, I didn't declassify everything. Well, I mean, it, it, it is a huge obstacle, right? Part of the problem is is he said he didn't have anything else at Mar-a-Lago. Even though it's a witch hunt, in his words, in his vernacular, mm -hmm. he made it easy for them. Right. He didn't, you know, he should have probably complied, or he should have, he, he unfortunately... Well, he should have said no. Right. He shouldn't have said, I don't have anything else. Right. Yeah. So they they did they executed a search warrant on his place in Mar-a-Lago, and they found. But they they still have not executed a search warrant on the um, Biden Center in uh, University. No, Penn. because they okay, complied. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here for a second. The okay, complying and saying no and saying I didn't have him, whatever. Okay, he, you know I think he screwed up there, but. How about all the files that were under the Corvette or, you know, or whatever in his, in Biden's garage and everything? Why wasn't there, why isn't there any indictments over him having those documents in his garage? Well, that's still under investigation. And that's oh, going to be another under be. investigation for another 12 years. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You see how fast this one took right about the time Trump announces or getting ready to announce I'm running for president again. Oh, all of a sudden we have to do search warrants. We have to do this. It's Four just, indictments in five months. It's just such right. bullshit, man. You can tell that the left is totally controlling everything that happens here, and the media is jumping around on the bandwagon with them, and that's why we're here today, is to kind of give both sides. Obviously, you can tell John and I are Republican, pro-Trump, um, but I just it just aggravates the shit out of me where both sides don't play an equal ground. No, of course not. It's, well, not, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a dual justice system. But and 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 on what what um, LT was saying, we're gonna this first episode is kind of kind of breaking down the legal troubles, and then we're gonna talk about in our next episode the ramification. Does it help or does it hurt Trump? Okay. So um, yeah, it, it's it's I, I'm I'm with you. I think it's bullshit, but I think it's done on purpose because they want him to be the nominee. But we'll talk we'll talk about that. Um, later. So, yeah, there was um, also, right after they, they executed a search warrant at Mar-a-Lago, they, they found all these classified documents at Biden's place. Several different places. Right. Yeah. Um, From and, when he was senator. Right. And he had no authority to take them. Exactly. Yeah. 
so third, the third indictment, uh, indictment was, was was for January sixth. So if we all you all know, unless you just were born a year ago, um, on the January sixth, mostly was peaceful protests. Mostly peaceful, unlike all the cities burning throughout the right. uh, Midwest. Hey, I saw a thing. Just to interrupt you real sure. quick, I saw a thing yesterday. On, on, I forget exactly where it was, YouTube or something, but. One the of the hosts, yeah, one of the hosts said, by the way, hit that like and subscribe button. We really appreciate it. If you like our content, let us know. Comment below. We really appreciate it. But hit that hit that subscribe. We really appreciate it. And if we it. get 500 subscri subscriptions, we're going to crack open that bottle of Jack. Oh. That's a, they only make 100 every year. Mm. Can only be bought at the Jack Daniels factory. All right. So at nice. 500 subscriptions. Come on, guys. We're dying to taste this damn thing. We need 500. <laughs> Share it with your buddies, friends, you know, whatever. Yep. We appreciate Definitely. it. Definitely. But I was watching this guy, and, and he was going over the January 6th thing. And he, it was funny. He goes, okay, let's watch this. And all the commentation, commentary from the, um, I, I think it was CNN, imagine that. And they were saying, oh, my God, this is terrible. Look at these people. They're all... Nah, 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 nah. And then he said, now let's watch it without any commentary whatsoever. And he turned the sound off from the, you know, the uh, news analyst or news reporter. And it just looked like a bunch of people standing at the Capitol building, just standing there waving flags and just, you know, being peaceful and not causing any problems. Then he did the same thing inside the rotunda. And he said, oh, my God, you, you know, this is this is terrible. They're, they're taking over the blah, 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 blah. And then he said, okay, now let's play it without the sound. And it just showed everybody with their flags walking through the rotunda in the line. One guy crossed over the line because he was filming. But everybody was just walking through the line. It was like no big deal. Who cares? Nothing big. Yeah. You know, I know what happened afterwards was a little bit nuts. Yeah, there, but there, it, it wasn't just a a tour group going through the Capitol. No, let's not, well, not paint it in that in that no, light. No, but what his point was is when it was extremely peaceful and nothing really going on, the they commentators were just, are, oh, yeah. oh my God, they were, yeah. oh, it's anarchy. That's what she said. She said, it's complete anarchy inside the rotunda. And you look and it's like, What? There's yeah. just people walking through there. What the hell? Yeah, for the most part, this was nothing compared to all the burning buildings and all that. Now, it was not, like I said, it's not, it wasn't a, a tour group going through the Capitol. It was right. it was a riot. It was against the law, and people should have been prosecuted for that, and I have no Properly charged. That. Properly Absolutely. charged. If they violated but, the law. But the, the Jack Smith special counsel uh, um, indicted... Um, former President Trump for charges on that. And what I think was interesting is he did not indict him for incitement of a riot. Right. Because he didn't incite the riot. Right. And, and there, is, there is patently clear evidence that he did not incite the, the, the riot. Go peacefully in oh, protest, which is our First Amendment right. But that's what a lot of the newscasters are saying, is that his comments and his the way he did it and said, we're going to march down there, blah, blah. 
that he incited a riot. You can't judge somebody I on agree. somebody else's interpretation of what I somebody totally said. Agree. I'm but that's not how we work is, nowadays. This right, that, is exactly. how the media spins this shit and gets everybody, oh, he incited a riot. Trump incited a riot because they only hear what they want to hear. But they didn't charge him with incitement. Exactly. Right. Yeah, they Because uh, they can't oh, prove that. There's no charge. I don't, you know, there was a couple of charges, but it's like uh, violation of, uh, it, it's like a, it's like a, a statue from the Civil War um, it's it, it's really it, if you yes. wanted to do it, do it attempting to you, you know it was basically preventing people from exercising their civil rights by denying their vote. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, again, a lot of this just has to do with your you have to accept their premise of the situation. Okay. Now, it, in my opinion, in all of these cases other than well not the mar-a-lago case or the uh new york case because they don't have to do with the saying the election was stolen right i mean georgia i would just walk in there with well let's 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 move on to georgia what are the he he just turned himself in yesterday and i'm going to show the picture of his mugshot or we're going to show the, his picture of the mugshot in this video um is that this, available has anyone seen that? <laughs> it will be the... the oh, I'm kidding. The, the it's all over the place. It will be the, the most viewed picture of all times. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, hey, what, you know what else I thought was funny? Is during the Republican, Republican de- debate, yeah. they had X number of views, <laughs> and Trump's... Picture? Twitter interview with the one reporter. Yeah had like 20 or 30 times the number of views yeah but on twitter interview if uh, on twitter if you, you have, have if to you're click on for a minute seconds yeah it counts you as a view so just i mean say. yeah anyway so um in georgia he was indicted again he for, and 18 other people right and, and and the and this was a unique charge actually I think. yes that well they all are yeah okay right. but this one is I think the the flimsiest, maybe more than New York. I don't. I I, th- I, I think that New York is flimsier. But that, well, that's well, fine. here here's why. Okay. More flimsy. <laughs> more flimsier. The the issue is, it, they decided to go with a RICO Act. Right. And what does RICO stand for, John? Um, Racketeering Influence Corrupt Organization. Correct. And it was... That's uh, what I was just going to say. He gave you a lot of time to come up with that answer. Well, you were too slow. I'm just saying. (laughs) So anyway... All amped up. Okay. Because... He's showing off to his students. Honestly, all of these matters that he and the 18 others that are being charged, none of these things occurred in Fulton County. And, And even if they did... RICO, you have to have an original crime. So a RICO statute was developed by the FBI in the 1970s to go after mob bosses. Right. So let's say LT's our mob boss, and we're we're into dope, and we're into prostitution, and we're into, you know, protection rackets and, and all this kind of stuff. And Ronnie says, you know what? This guy over here has really been a pain in the ass. I'd like this guy whacked. And somebody in his organization whacks him, right? The thing is, we're in a criminal organization. So what the feds did is they, they came up with a statute that everybody can be charged, even if not everybody does the act. Right. 
LT will get charged for all of the stuff that his henchmen do. Instead of charging everybody with conspiracy right. and all that, they just rolled it into one big statue, which is the Rico statue. Right. And, right. And, and, and the good thing about it, and the easy thing about it, is they're going after criminal enterprises. Enterprises that are already engaged in criminal activity, criminality, right. the well, crime. That, that's Trump. <laughs> and so what the what the G, Georgia DA is trying to do is use a RICO act for the First Amendment. Right. Right. Which is not a violation. <laughs> no, it's not. But all all he has to do, in my opinion, and I'm not a lawyer, and I don't play one on TV either, <laughs> but I think all he, he has to do is wife he is. <laughs> I think all he has to do is go in there with proof of one case of fraud in Georgia. Right. One case of voter fraud. Yeah. And we all know that there is voter fraud out there. So so they're saying that his denial, and if correct me if I'm understand if I'm wrong. They're saying that his denial, his saying that there's fraud, that's the crime. Right. So all he has to do is prove yeah. one one case of fraud and say all I asked, you know, people to do was find all the incidents of fraud. Right. Let's let's clean this system up. Right. Right. You know, I mean, and going back to the January 6th matter, you know, the whole premise on that one is the fact that, well, he's telling a lie because he said the election was stolen and it wasn't. He could probably find easily at least a million people who would say there was at least a problem with the election where it possibly could have been stolen, get a million people, put them on, on the witness list, and every one of them go in and testify, yes, I think the election was stolen, or I think there was fraud in the election that might right. have changed the matter. Right? The only way that the, the state could avoid that, could change that, would actually have to stipulate that you can provide a million people Right. Who are willing to say that they, they think, so you're saying this lie that a million people, accept, well, he knew it was wrong. He didn't know it was wrong. Proof right. You th- pro- he, right. And, and the thing is, they are, they're going on the fact that, well, his attorneys said he lost. That doesn't mean he believed he lost. Right. Well, what's funny is, is when one of the reporters pin the press secretary down about her saying the exact same thing. It was either a gubernatorial race or a Senate race where she, in fact, said the race was stolen and there was fraud. And she started laughing and says, I knew you were going to bring that up. It was probably when Trump won. No, no, no. It was was a gubernatorial (laughs) race or a Senate race or whatever. And she, in fact, said it. And people in, in their house said it. And I'm like, okay, well, why aren't they being charged? Right, right, exactly. And that's and that's what the reporter asked is, is there going to be other charges for this comment that was made if you're saying that that race was stolen? And she laughed and goes, oh, I knew you were going to say that. That was a totally taken out of context. Anyone, anyone who said Trump was not a legitimate president when he was elected president should be charged with the same crimes. Absolutely. Or at least put on the stand. As a witness, right? Yeah, Hillary, here, you taking a, the stand? Here's a here's a, um, a, 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 a here's a video of you saying blah blah blah. 
was this you? Oh, uh, yeah, I said no. How, how is he not legitimately the president? That's right. right. Well, he didn't win the election. That's right. Oh, so you're denying it? You're right. a lot. Exactly. Uh, that's a criminal offense. All right, guys. So we have discussed the um, legal issues that the president is, uh, the former president, President Trump, is, is facing. Um, but the most important issue that we have right now is who's wearing it better? My mustache is far more awesomer than John's mustache, and we all know that to awesomer. be true. Yes, awesomer. Um, so I what I it is. Yes. I have I have a cigar bet against John. He speaks better Englisher than I do. There's, there's Camille's. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for. You know what? I was looking. It's Wolf almost like a Brimley. Mark Twain. Wolford Brimley. Wolford Brimley. Yes. Mark Twain. There's John's. Yeah. So I need you. We're we're voting. And oh, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot to transition. All my right. bad. My There's bad, John's. My bad. All right. There's John's. All right. And so right. on September 1st and is the Wilford end. Here's Wilford Brimley. <laughs> um, so right. we are we are. Um, Eat quick oats. <laughs> the end of the bet is September 1st, and good. we are good, going John. to. Um, I'm going to win a cigar. So comment down below who has the best mustache. Vote Camille. And uh, I'll win a cigar. And while you're Ronnie, and, yeah. and Camille is spelled J O H N. <laughs> All right, guys, we really Spelling appreciate is you, uh, you hanging in there. And uh, next episode, which will be out pretty soon after this one, we're going to talk about the ramification, good, bad, or indifferent, as to what this does for Trump. Does it help him? Does it hurt him? Um, and guys, uh, we really appreciate all of you watching the show. We've been getting a lot of comments and a lot of interaction. We really appreciate it. Our views are going up each episode. We really appreciate and thank you to each and every one of you that are out there and you're sharing it and you're watching it and you're commenting. It really keeps the show rolling. We really appreciate it. Because it's Surviving the Badge. We still, we still got, got your six. six. Salute. Salute.